Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something to Whine About with your host, Siobhan Camille. And Ta'e Michelle. Where sips get real and we whine as we whine about life, relationships, business, culture, all of that over a glass of wine. Uh, it is second, second Wednesday in August. We are here. So, you know, it is this last wine, and we are blessed and fortunate to have the two ladies of Shoe Crazy Wine with us. We met them at the DC Wine Fest. If you have not seen the vlog, check it out, link above. And they are going to join us today as we talk about this female entrepreneurship, Black female entrepreneurship. Yes. Black August. Black <laughs> August, we are celebrating Black entrepreneurship. So this last one. So grab your glass of red, white, rosé, champagne, Moscato, uh, Chardonnay, sparkling water. We are here for all of it. Sparkling water. Yeah. All, yes. all of the things. Yes. All, all of the things. Happy all hump the day. Things. <laughs> and join us on the couch. Happy hump day, y'all. <laughs> on the couch, wino Wednesday. Hey, y'all. Y'all know it is another wonderful Wednesday, and I hope y'all are having a blessed prosperous and successful week and if you aren't it's okay it's the middle of the week turn it around anyway that's right so you know we're gonna take this hour we're gonna want a little bit or a lot, or a lot. just in this little bit of hour because sometimes we gotta get some stuff off our chest so we're gonna get this topic of entrepreneurship off our chest as someone who has tried a few times in a few different areas we know the struggles you know i mean this podcast in itself hello Okay, so look, we're going to whine about it just a little bit. A little just bit to whine bit. about. A little something to whine about. Yes, <laughs> just, just, just a little bit, you know, because so we got to get some stuff off our chest. So we figure, why not ask, you know, ask, ask some sisters, like, what's up? How we doing? How we do this thing? How we get through yeah. these plans and trials and tribulations? But y'all know, before we even get into all of that, sis. What's your popping grace experience that you're doing today? So, in honor of having our ladies with us from Shoe Crazy Wine, I have a Shoe Crazy. I have Sweet Bella. Ooh. Um, I am looking forward my to this. Seller. I am looking forward to this. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, y'all, because it says Sweet Red. That got my attention. But then it says <laughs> chocolate and strawberry notes. And I said, oh, like... <laughs> Dirt, dirt, like that girl, like don't. Okay, <laughs> you're right. So, so I am looking forward. I cannot wait. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay, well, I'm looking forward. Um, so that is my popping grapes, as we call it. My new wine oh. experience. First um, wine experience. That's right. Um, y'all, it's been a week. Okay, that's why I say we can turn it around. It's, it's, we gonna yeah. turn it around. I have driven to several wines in my local area uh -huh. to search for this wonderful wine. <laughs> and apparently, you all have known about this before me because it is sold out everywhere. Like, literally, I'm asking cashiers, so do you have it or is it like out of stock? They're like, yeah, we're sold out. Got them in the Anything, right? Sold out, yes. And that's a so, that's all a good thing. That's a good problem to have. It's a, it's, a great, it's a great issue to have. Yeah. So what I have dedicated my weekend to is going to find 
Well, you find it. You find it. So I can pop that grape next week. Okay, <laughs> that is dedication. That's and, and if you goal. can't find it, we're gonna send you some. Okay. I will okay. let you know. See what happens. See what happens. So what I just decided to do was just run something back. I mm-hmm. still because the sisters won. I still stuck with the sisters. Yeah, I went and got the Nebraska sisters. Um, Black Girl Magic Reason. Y'all know mm-hmm. just a little oldie but goodie. Gotta keep us support us. You know what I'm saying? So I figured let's 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 just let's get it. Let's let's go. Let's get it. Um and what know. are you ladies sipping on over there today? Well, I'm sipping on our Chardonnay. So oh, I have the, now I got she the mad, she mad so now. I got to find it. That's, this one. That's our Chardonnay, lightly oaked. And what are you drinking, Brittany? I'm drinking our Strawberry passion rose. I was looking for that. They didn't have it. This one's yeah. gonna be at Total Wine. I was there. Oh. They didn't have it. They yeah, probably they were sold, they're, they're out, sold out. That's where I went first. Yeah, they're sold out. Um, we have trucks coming in, so everybody should be well stocked by next week. So our delivery guys are ready. And I don't know if we introduced ourselves. Oh, I'm Brittany yes. Hurt. Um, uh, heading of branding and marketing, and this is my mother, Gwen Hurt. I'm Gwen Hurt. I'm the uh, founder and CEO, uh, I should say co founder and CEO of Shoe Crazy Wine and now Spirits. So Spirits. we've, we've uh, expanded our brand, um, which is great. Um, so we're looking forward to continuing to grow our wine business because we do have a little something to whine about today. We love, I love the name of your podcast. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so we're gonna jump right into the questions. Y'all don't know. Okay, so I don't know if y'all peep this, but if you see in the background, they have their display. It's it's a lot for those who are. It's a lot. It's like ten wines back there, nine, ten wines back there. we also have uh, Benita Johnson. We do her exclusive. We created her exclusive white. A little something to whine about. Okay. So hers is something to whine about on her bottle. So that's her demi-sec white. Um, and then we have our Sweet Harmony. We have our sparkling peach mango, which we call the goat because it sells out in 11 states. Um, and then we also have Sweet Bella, which is who, what you're going to be enjoying. That's our second bestseller in 11 states. And then we also have our Ladies Moonshine that we just released, a vanilla ice cream and apple cobbler. And we have our peach whiskey, sweet peach whiskey. So we that have just expanded. Like I need to throw a party, and <laughs> right? You know. And we can stock it end to end. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because we we have hard cider as well. That's not here, but we also have hard cider. So um, okay, so let's, let's talk about wine, right? Because that's what we hear. <laughs> but um, transition shoe crazy into an adult beverage company, not just a wine company. So, which has been great for us over the last year. And we're not only about the wines here. If anybody, yeah. wants, we have wine with the guys, and usually the guys they don't bring wine. They bring they don't bring beer, wine. They bring, they bring whiskey beer. and beer. Yeah, they're scat yes. or something. Right now. And yeah, protein shakes. And protein yeah, and our our peach whiskey does well with the guys it with does. their cigars. Yeah, and ladies okay. that smoke cigars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I used to love the smell of cigars. I would go to a cigar bar just to like. Yeah smell them. I'm yeah. of my uncle, but that's neither here nor there. So ladies, <laughs> tell us Shoe Crazy Wines. Yeah. The name. The name. The name. The name wow. is born from this lady named Gwen Hurt that had about 300 pairs of shoes and counting. So mm-hmm. 
my passion has always been shoes. Um, ever since a little girl, it's been a thing of mine. So when I was uh, making uh, wine from a kit in my kitchen and I had all these bottles of Chianti, I said to Pretty, oh God, what should I name it? And she basically sucked her teeth. I mean, I was like 16. So <laughs> I was a teenager at the time. So of course I'm gonna suck my teeth. I mean, it's like, you know, we hate everybody. We hate everybody. Right, Aaron, don't, ask, so, don't ask me no questions. Don't ask me no questions. Why talking to me? I'm like, a 60 year old boy and a 60 year old girl. So I understand completely. Like, yeah, it's like, so I was like, just name it something that you love. And I said, I'm and, crazy about shoes. And she's crazy about shoes. So shoe crazy is, is where the name came from when it was a hobby. Um, who knew, you know, if you spring forward about six, seven years, that shoe crazy would become an actual brand and a business for us. Um, and it's been an eight year journey um, with shoe crazy. So uh, it started out as a hobby um, by force of nature, I'll call it, two challenges um, in my life and one severe one in hers as well. Um, I got downsized uh, from my job. Uh, I'd been um, a corporate executive for Fortune 300 company and was downsized. And two days after that, we were in a car accident. So um, yeah, it was pretty debilitating. Although someone said once, Shay almost died. I was like, we did not almost die. Yeah, that was a bit much on that. <laughs> a little bit much. That was a lot. I was like, mom, are you reading this? I, it was debilitating though. And we had a year of physical therapy to kind of get back to, um, uh, you know, walking uh, without assistance and things like that. And during that year, uh, we built a, a wine brand, Shoe Crazy. And so we launched our company uh, in July 15th of 2014. So about eight years ago. And it's been, it's been up, it's been down and back up and level and up and down. It's been a roller coaster ride, um, but one that I wouldn't change for the world. I mean, I, it's been, it's been yeah. a bit of a challenge. Yeah, um, I wouldn't trade it in for anything I wouldn't either. trade it either. Um, it's something that we've both been passionate about building a brand um, and helping other women Enter uh, industry at the time when 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 I got into the industry there was hardly anyone, exactly, and that was in 2014. So I like to think of us as the pioneers, um, somewhat in in this industry for women of color and for women. Um, sure. You know, we didn't own a vineyard; we did it a little bit different. We contracted out um, our wine um, development, <clears throat> which I think was smart for us because somebody's afraid of snakes. Yeah, definitely afraid <laughs> of snakes. And snakes are in the garden. I'm just saying. Yes, they are. I mean, I don't like them either, but not to the capacity of how she's I have a phobia, so it's a good thing. I couldn't afford to buy a vineyard because um, I would have had to sell it for like pennies on the dollar um, the minute I saw a little something slither by. Um, yeah, so we did. We, we she probably would have abandoned the whole place. I don't care what you do with it. Set it on fire, bro. Like, here's the key. Burn it. Um, so it, it actually is kind of good that I did not have the ability to purchase a vineyard because I literally would have given it away um, if that was what I was up against. <laughs> so, you know, we did. We struck out differently and uh, we started creating wines that we liked because okay. we like dry wines right I like I mean bone dry wines is what I drank right and I mean I can let Brittany tell the story she tells it way better than I do <laughs> those bone dry wines yeah <laughs> for which part <laughs> selling dry wine oh okay yeah so the selling of dry wine okay so when we had gotten into total wine <laughs> 
so we had just 2016. got like, back in 2016. And so uh-huh. I was doing a wine tasting and the total wine. So uh-huh. I had all dry wines and I would probably only sell maybe three, four bottles tops. Uh-huh. Go home. And then, so I was like, mom, we need to kind of change up because most of our customers that are coming up to taste, you have something softer, something sweeter, something sweeter, mm-hmm. you know, something not so bitter. Like yeah. this, these are the words that were being said to me. <laughs> yeah. And I would go back and I would tell her. And so we eventually made the pivot and our first sweet wine was actually our sweet harmony. Sweet harmony. Okay. So when we brought sweet harmony on to the scene, when we finally were able to get it, you know, delivered into Total Wine and I went back and did the wine tasting, I would sell of Sweet Harmony probably about four cases in one sitting of the tasting for three hours versus three bottles of our red blend or, you know, our sad, or the cab or the savvy on block and stuff like that. So I was like, sweet's where it's at. So let's go that route. And then Uh next came peach mango and so on and so So forth. So Okay. Yeah, yep. we saw the trajectory of um, our sales yep. go from you know a flat line to you know it went up. Like, we boomed all because of Sweet Harmony, yep. and then we got the peach mango, and then it went even higher. Well, and I think to because we're talking about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. one of the lessons learned as an entrepreneur that was going to be my question. Yeah, that everybody should do is if something isn't working, but you want to stay in your industry, then you need to pivot. You need to figure out how to make it work. And you may have to pivot two, three, maybe four times, right? Mm -hmm. Before you get it right. Yeah. And so COVID has taught us is dependent. Yeah. And and you can't dig in your heels. So, you know, it was really a good thing that when I brought this to my mother's attention, she didn't dig her heels in. She was just like, all right, well, this is what you're saying. And this is what the numbers are saying, yeah. then we need to make this pivot because this is the right thing to do and what we're doing with, you know, with, with shoe crazy. And I think we were at Kroger. So we mm-hmm. were actually doing tastings uh-huh. at Kroger as well. So a couple of things came back there. You know, um, the wine, one of the wine managers um, said to us, you know, people buy Cabernets and people buy Pinot Noirs and people buy Sav Blancs, but they're not loyal to a brand. Okay, sweet right. wine drinkers are loyal to a brand. brand. Once you get mm-hmm. them, you you know they they rarely deviate. You know it's hard to to really deviate that customer. And she said to me, she says, "Well, the Sauvignon Blanc is it's a beautiful wine. It was delicious." I'm French. She said, "Are you looking for a fast nickel or a slow, slow dime? dime?" And at the time, I'm just new to the wine industry at this point, right? And I said very quietly, "Slow dime." And she goes, boom, no, you want a fast nickel. <laughs> That's what you want. Hit me. <laughs> she really hit me. Boom. You want a you did it again. <laughs> you, want, you want a slow, you want a fast, <laughs> you want a fast nickel. You want a fast nickel. <laughs> you know what? We're going to end this because I'm going to end this. Mama's going to get you. She's going to try to get me. Rosie's trying to go. was again when someone gives you advice that's Mm -hmm. been in the industry and she was in the industry for almost 30 years right and she was on the retail side and so she knows how shoppers shop and what they buy Mm -hmm. and again while you can sell that Sav Blanc and you can sell that Cabernet um, do you want a customer that's going to be loyal to your brand 
And so she said to me, think about how you buy Cabernets, right? And how you buy Savion Blancs. I'll go, ooh, is it from New Zealand? You know, I'm gonna try it. So I'll try a new one, right? Um, but people that buy Sweet Bella, they go, I'm buying Sweet Bella. I, I, I don't wanna try, you know, X, Y, Z you know sweet I think red. the sweets are the sweets and I'm a sweet drinker so you yeah. all speak in my language I don't do the bone dry that's yeah. her that's why she was too salty that she couldn't get the chardonnay because she yes. all about the chardonnay she's like oh is this the desert in my mouth that's what I want dry that's what I want. Like, <laughs> I want dry. I don't, I don't got time and, and it's it's funny that you say that because this one customer said to me she says I don't want to have to talk and discuss with my wine I don't want to have to say, is this oak? Is this this? Is it is it that? She goes, I want to enjoy the wine. I want to drink the wine, feel it, taste it, and enjoy it. And I just laughed at her and I said, you know, that's a very good description of wine. Because if you get a bold cabernet, you're like, ooh, you know, is this this or is it that? And you really are kind of having this conversation with trying the wine. to figure out what you taste, what you taste, awesome. you know, yeah. enjoying it. You really do do that. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do. I really notice that. that and so true. I did say to her, I said, you know, you're more astute with wine than you think, mm -hmm. right? When she said that, because that was a really good description of, you know, wines that are more bold and more dry mm -hmm. and things like that. But we did. We made the transition. Um, you know, a smart business person will do that. Uh, we made another pivot. Um, I thought if you build it, they will come. Nobody comes. <laughs> I don't know who said that, but no, uh, you have to take it to them. You better take it to your customer, right? And so we couldn't get a distributor because, um, you know, we were a new brand. It was a uh -huh. shoe on it, right? Um, and so we sent out probably $10,000 worth of samples out um, to distributors. And for some one reason or another, they, they rejected the product. And so what do you do then? I said, all right, so Shoe Crazy Wine will become a distribution company. Mm -hmm. And so we were one of the first black owned distribution companies, right? Okay. And so we did, we became distributors and we started knocking on doors and selling our wine ourselves. And so we are still licensed in three states, Georgia, North Carolina, and Virginia. Um, and we still distribute um, in those states, but we you know, partner with distributors now, the big ones, the big, uh, big distributors. But yeah, so we pivoted to becoming a distribution company. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't savvy enough to give it another name. That'll make it easy if people Google you. You just there you pop go. up. There you go. There you go. It worked out in the end, right? It worked out. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, those are some of the, the things, you know, when I talk to entrepreneurs and I, you know, stress to them, the one thing about being small is that you're nimble. You can be nimble, right? I worked in corporate, right? These big behemoths of companies in order to make something happen. It's like 500 chains up the, yeah. you know, up the chain to, to get yeah. sign offs, to make something happen. Mm -hmm. When you're small, you're making it happen because you're the only decision maker, right? So you mm -hmm. can kind of turn on the dime. So that's a plus to being small as you grow your business. So those are some of the some of the things that I um, really stress um, for entrepreneurs that are launching businesses. Yeah. So y'all hear this not just from from me. The pivot, the pivot is real, and you have to be able to um, to do it, especially in this world. Like I always say, COVID has taught taught us nothing. Yeah. It's taught us how to pivot in a given situation. Yeah. Um, so being an entrepreneur, 
in cases like COVID, um, what are some things outside of the pivot that you notice with, even if it's just particularly your brand happened? Um, did it, because you know, according to statistics, wine sales, alcohol sales went up. So did you see a major increase to where you had to pivot again as far as business planning? Or was it pretty steady and you were able to continue to, you know, just grow and keep it going? Well, because I have the corporate background, right? I built a foundation for Shoe Crazy as a growth company. And when I would actually go and pitch to Costco's and all these places, they would say, you pitch like a company that's been around for 25 years and that has 10,000 employees because that's how I built it, right? So the foundation was there because I had the experience and I like to help other you know, small businesses with, this, with, with that same type of foundation build. So it didn't matter if I had to ship out 100,000 cases, I was ready to do that, right? So there was really no pivot there. What COVID taught me in this industry is that liquor was king and wine was queen, right? Because liquor sales were in the billions, right? Wines did well, but if you're trapped in a house, you know, you know, you, you, you have no ability to really go out and socialize. Typically you'll buy a tequila or a whiskey or a or vodka uh, uh, simply because, you know, from, from, a, from a financial standpoint, you're gonna get more cocktails out of a bottle of whiskey uh -huh. or vodka than you are wine. You get four glasses, maybe five if you're, you know, light drunk mm -hmm. out of a bottle. And I think what COVID showed us is that we had launched a vodka probably in 20, just early 2020. We yeah, launched right, a vodka yeah, right before, yeah. right before COVID, COVID hit. But what it said to us is we were on the right track to really add more products to our portfolio. And so that's something that COVID um, really taught us. Um, and then the survival of the fittest, right? So there are importer, import companies that went under, right? Because their stuff uh -huh. is stuck on the dock if you're small. If you're a small yeah. business, you don't have you know, somebody financing you so that you can kind of come through it. And so I saw that happen uh, to a very good friend. Um, so those were some of the things in the industry um, with, um, you know, what we saw and yeah. knew that we had to make some changes as we move forward. And I guess actually noticing more with the whole liquor and spirits thing during COVID, it was more that it kind of gave us a kick in the butt to have more of an addition to shoe crazy and that's when you know we transitioned into shoe crazy wine and spirits because obviously if you know they buying it up like that during you know lockdown for almost yeah. two years yeah. that you know maybe we should be a part of this business too, too. and yeah. we're already kind of in the alcohol business yeah. let's do let's yeah. kind of you know be on over a little bit to yeah. that side yeah. as well and we have yeah. already launched that vodka mm -hmm. um but what we did was is we decided the same thing that we do for our wines, we wanted to keep that same flavor palette, yep. right? So okay. our wines are fruity. And our CFO said, you know, we are unapologetically sweet and fruity and we are, okay? And we don't want anybody that drinks sweet wine to hold their head in shame. So we actually trademarked soft palate. And we said to sweet wine drinkers, when you go into a wine shop, hold your head up high and you ask for soft palate wines, and that one, that uh, manager is going to say, well, what is that, right? And you say, oh, let me explain it to you, right? So we really did uh, make it our business to kind of elevate the sweet wine drinker and come out of the closet and mm -hmm. hold your head up, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with Not that. make you feel ashamed. Hey, Ian J. Gallo made their first biz billion on Thunderbird, okay? Thunderbird. You don't know Thunderbird. Thunderbird? I have to let I, you I remember. It. 
I remember seeing the cars. Okay. Siobhan, you know Thunderbird? I seen the cars. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I remember the cars. I don't remember. I don't know nothing about that. I know D and J. I, I, I did my research. Okay, they made their first million on Thunderbird. I got some. I, I, I don't know the. Sounds like a headache of some type. It is a, headache. a really bad hangover. <laughs> I don't know. I'm good. That's a bad yeah. hangover. That sounds like a two day hangover. Thunderbird. You know, I have uncles who they 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 talk. Yeah, that Thunderbird, huh? Thunderbird. That sounds like that sounds like for a couple days you ain't gonna be right. Yeah. Down for the count, like 30 bottles of water next to you. <laughs> right. You dehydrated your body. Just, what just you doing? Trash can right there, because I'm sure it's coming back that up. That's so funny. Like the third, like Thunderbird so comes with a backpack. Yes. You know, full of water and a towel <laughs> and right. an IV and, mm-hmm. and medicine that's and a headache. And some fans blowing on you because you're sweating. It's true. It's true. But that's just to say, you know, it's it's been around for a long time, right? Uh-huh. Now it doesn't have the same palate as our wines. I mean, right? You know, we we make sure that you know our wines don't have any additives or stuff like that. Yeah. But we did. We wanted to really elevate, you know, that fruity or sweet wine drinker, and that's what we did. And so we transitioned that same thing to our spirits. So our peach whiskey has a light sweetness on the front, but that burn on the back for the bourbon, right? So you get the best of both worlds. Our Lady's Moonshine, I'll let Brittany take down the, uh, but she she created vanilla ice cream. So this is a vanilla ice cream moonshine. It's a cross between- Now that's my favorite ice cream. Moonshine and a liqueur. It's for the ladies, right? It's for women that don't want to have that, you know, harsh burn in their mouth. All you need is a little ice. But you just want that warmth you know, once, you know, it gets to the back of your throat. And so, but again, vanilla ice cream, apple cobbler, right? We have a mango and a blueberry. Um, cobbler. And we have coffee. We have a coffee moonshine as well. I oh, mean, that's what you need as a lady. You don't want, they always talk about bourbons and whiskey that burn fellas, you know, that hair yeah. on your chest. As a yeah. woman, you don't want that hair I don't on your chest. That. This I one don't does. want that. This you one does, just want a little heat in the bosom. I love the burn. Thank just, you. You a want little a little heat. bit of warmth. I love the bird. She wants to feel the burn. my lungs on fire. <laughs> like, that's what I want. She's not that's my customer. She's, She's not fire. my customer. That's what I love. She said, if I don't like, breathe fire like a dragon, I mean, like fire Flush when I face. breathe. Okay. Like a dragon. So dragon. She will put me in the parking lot. Put Brittany in the parking lot. I mean, she'll put me in the parking lot. And we're going to talk about the women like us that was definitely <laughs> with a little softness and a little Just, warmth. Yes. This is our sweet peach whiskey That's 60. Sweet peach whiskey 60. Yes. We got the titties on it. I do well, remember that bottle. Man, they they can see it. I f- it's appeasing to the eye for a female and a male, okay? Yeah, and a male. Yeah, you can just absolutely. be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can look like that. And then yeah. the guys, you know, they got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> just because what they see on the... And then they come back for what's in that <laughs> Then they come back for what's in the bottle. What's in the bottle? What's in the bottle? Absolutely. The bottle. Right. I mean, you, that, right. but that's intelligent marketing. That's good marketing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. So, so I have... So since y'all have been doing this, you know, and so y'all are, y'all are mother-daughter. Yes. And we are, we are sisters, man. And we are both, you know, two of us Mm -hmm. in the small business. Yeah. Yeah. Working with family, starting Mm. a business with family. Mm. What has been that experience? Because you said when you started it and you asked her, you know, what you should (laughs) name it. She did the 16 year old teeth slug hair flip walk away. Right. Like, (laughs) 
So now clearly that was some years ago. Um, Y'all are partners in this thing now. So how was that transition? Like what? Actually, it it wasn't a um, it wasn't a bad transition. We've always had a really good relationship, and not to say that there isn't dissension. I mean, that's with everybody, right? right? There's right. you know there's some butt headbutting, but from a business perspective, um, she's always been supportive of the decisions that are made for the company, and she goes, "All right, if you're going down, I'm going down with you," um, you know that type of thing. So it's never respectfully, you know, it's never been. <laughs> um, anything as it pertains to business on the personal side it may be a little different sometimes but for business we've always been kind of in lockstep mm-hmm. um my both my sons now work for shoe crazy as well so it's a family-run business um now that's a little different right because they've been in sales and retail sales for so long and in leadership roles right that now you have to take direction from your from your mother because <clears throat> i'm now your boss but you know so that's been difficult but if you think about the male psyche right right it's right. gonna it's gonna be this you know right. in business as well um so it's been a it's been so different um with Brittany and i working together and if she has a suggestion right it do, I doesn't mean i'm not gonna you know listen to it i mean she I, listens to it i may not implement it right or we may <laughs> say it's not right for the company as or right now it's right not now right, for it. right. Yeah. so it's, it's been a it's been a really good yeah. working relationship but Absolutely. i mean anytime that i see her do speaking engagements i mean i literally hang on every word that she says and it's like i'm a part of our story yet yeah. hearing her say it and talk about it all the time i'm just looking at her because i'm yeah. just so proud of her yeah you know right. like yeah. my shiro it's Blow still that's my mommy that's my mommy yeah like and i just look at her like you know what look at it and i it is funny because she used to not be able to speak in front of people i did not and you know you had to get out there in order if she wanted her company to be out there you know my brother said like you don't have to you know stop yeah. doing all of this you can't be behind the scenes anymore More. you got to get up front yeah. and let people know and about lead, your company lead the troops and from up front as opposed it. to in the background which is what i was used to doing yeah. in corporate. so to see that transition and to see her in front of you know thousands of people and telling her story and you know being a mentor to women also men but mostly we women. mentor women yeah. and helping her it's just like i'm always like this yeah and i just like i just love just hearing her and just like yeah. seeing her in her element and you can just see how much she loves what she does mm-hmm. and it makes me love her even more and love what i what do what we do right and what you're yeah, doing so it's like so it's like don't get me wrong you know we we ain't always here yeah. but for the right. most part it's like yeah. we have a very very do like good business relationship and relationship in general so, yeah. so y'all agree with honest, i could tell my story but it didn't come to life until britney started telling it with me right because she's got the ability um, to engage people are engaged and they listen to her and you guys were laughing I mean she makes you laugh right and I mean I'm, my, I'm suffering from allergies now I can barely catch my breath <laughs> the engagement is there and I you know I'm proud of um, the, the young woman that she's become absolutely as we've gone through this journey yes so y'all have it's a personal and professional development it is all yeah. of that That's yeah, absolutely my best friend yeah Yes, Trust me, I, my mommy, my we not right right here, remember, but my mommy is my best friend as well. Yes. So oh. I completely understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, my husband kind of is like, "Where are you? Where else would I be?" I'm, like, yeah, I'm at my mom's. Right, right. I'm at my mom's house right now. My mom, I'm 15 miles away. I'm with my mom. <laughs> I'm with my mom. 
<laughs> I know it's true. <laughs> no, it's like the same thing with my brothers. Like whenever I go visit them or something like that, like, why do you call her like eight times, 20 times out of that? First of all, like I don't need y'all in my mix, okay? <laughs> I have things to talk about with mom. Why do you do that? I'm just mad. Right. I got things to true. tell her. <laughs> right, right. So when, um, my last question for the evening, um, when you said you're, you mentor, young ladies, of course, gentlemen too, but young ladies, um, what would be three absolute key things that you would tell them, if nothing else, when they're thinking, just even thinking about entering entrepreneurship, like what would be three major things that you would say, okay, you, you should do this, this, and this before, uh, those are those are really good questions, and those are things that I that, that I always try to lead with. Um, one is understand the industry that you want to go into. Do your research, and I'll tell you why I say that. I didn't do that. I went into the wine business from an emotional standpoint. It's either stay in this room and never come out because I was so depressed. I lost my job. I can't walk or do something. So starting a wine company was to do something. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I mean, I lost so much money. I don't even want to talk about how much money I was robbed, um, but people that took advantage of me. So the first thing I'd say is know your industry. All right. And the second thing I would say is make sure you're passionate about it. It's not something that you decided, oh, you know what? I think I want to create, you know, a new app. Um, if you aren't passionate about creating whatever's going to go into that app, then don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a waste of your time and the people that you're engaging with. So the first would be know your industry. Second would be make sure it's your passion that you're going after because when things get bad, it keeps you going, right? Um, when it gets tough, it keeps you going. Mm -hmm. And the third and final thing, which I think maybe should be first uh, sometimes is don't use your own money if you don't have to. Protect your credit rating like it's a newborn baby. I didn't do that either, right? Again, I was operating a company out of emotion and doing business with people that were not in my best interests when I started. And um, once you lose your credit rating, it is brutal to bring it back up, mm -hmm. to be able to get you know financing and investors and anybody to think that you know what you're doing because from a financial perspective, you're saying, you know, you've blown mm -hmm. through all this money. Uh, what do you have to show for it? So that would be it. It would be understand your industry, make sure you're passionate about it and use some, use the bank's money or someone else's money. If you have that opportunity to do that and protect your, your um, credit rating. Awesome. Uh, so Siobhan, do you have another, your final question for these wonderful young ladies? I um, know. Yeah, I, I'm sure that you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um it's just been amazing talking to y'all. I'm I don't really know if I have a question per se. I just guess um I guess this is this is actually this is my question because y'all y'all are being successful. If y'all as y'all heard earlier, they selling out. They sell it. They okay. sell it. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is what we know why y'all started started it? What motivates mm -hmm. you to continue? Because I think. And I, I get that you said, you know, passion, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's, let's, let's be, let's be honest. 
sometimes mm-hmm. even the things we're passionate about, we may not be as much on Tuesday as we were on Monday. Right. Or if something bad happens, we may look around because as you all said, you had up and then you went down and then yeah, you went yeah, up yeah. and then you yeah. went down. So yeah. what what would you like? How would what keeps you motivated to stay resilient? I guess well, even if it's something that is your passion, because life takes hits at businesses, at your personal, like yeah. it's constantly boxing, yeah. Yeah. health, money, yeah. all of it, yeah. <laughs> crazy children. Right. Crazy yes. <laughs> True. Um, and yeah, passion, uh, being passionate about it um, is, a, is, a, is a very key component. Um, the other is, is do you believe in what you're doing? Do you believe in it? Do you believe in your brand? Right. And so when I started Shoe Crazy, Brittany's friend um, actually did the artwork on on my label. And I told her I want a woman sitting in a shoe holding a wine glass. And I didn't want her to have any ethnicity. She's a witch before she gets her wine. Basically, that's what she looks like, right? If you look at the bottle. Um, so, you know, that was one of the things that I believed in. I believed that I could build a brand that would go global. I always believed that. I still believe that. And if you believe in what you're doing and you're passionate about it, when things get bad, when your lights are turned off and you got a choice between paying your supplier or paying your light bill and you choose to pay your supplier, what does that mean? you believe in what you have in that bottle or you believe in what's in that box or you believe in what's in that presentation deck if you're selling services, right? <clears throat> so that's what keeps, keeps you going. When you stop believing, right, then the passion goes away, right? Mm-hmm. So through it all, I lost my home, right? I lost my home and it was not a small home either. <laughs> so I lost my home. But when I gave those keys back to the bank, I believed in sugar I believed in it. And that I think is a good question because you're right. When the passion starts to wane and you know the rain starts to come in, um, what's gonna keep you driven and motivated and believing in yourself and what you what your product is or your brand is or whatever that is. Yeah, me too though, Mama. I've always believed in you. I know you do. I had her back, I've had her back since day one. Yes, you did. That's mm-hmm. right. That's Everybody right. else has said all these horrid things. And I was yeah. just like, keep yeah. talking. You can yeah. see. That's another show. <laughs> that's, that's another show. So no, that's part two. That's part two. We don't have enough time for that. I actually have one last question for Miss Brittany, actually. Um you know, we I'm not asking no anybody's ages. We black, we don't crack it up. Age ain't nothing but a number. Just just appreciate the beauty, whatever age it has. Wait, wait now we're gonna start boxing. Okay. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm really asking yeah. because you know, you're a mother-daughter um duo, and mm-hmm. we know that you have sons, but this is we talking about the sisters. We we right. sister. Um and what is it as, as someone coming up in it and you know in part of the younger generation or the under generation, you know, business, mm-hmm. what has been your take on, on your experiences? Start being a part of a business that's, you know, started small business that started from a ground up. What are lessons that you've learned? Um, and I, I'm asking this from a perspective of, I did go to college, but a lot of people do not. And there's a lot of life lessons. If we're honest about the education system, this is a whole one for another mm-hmm. time, but the, the key stuff we don't learn that you don't, they don't teach no, you yeah. in school anywhere. You yeah. know, they don't teach you how to balance a checkbook in anybody's school. No, they don't. They don't teach you about credit cards in anybody's school. No, they don't. 
they, they, don't, don't, they don't tell you none of that. They don't teach you any of that, but they you're don't. supposed to figure it out. So, yeah, but when you get that real world experience, which you get with running a business or starting a business, and I mean, I'm assuming that, and I'm a, I'm making an assumption, so I could be wrong. I'm assuming that you weren't 15, 16, taking, you know, master's business classes. So how has this been a learning experience for you? Well, with it all together, I mean, knowing obviously with my mother's background with her corporate world, you know, I also kind of always been in that world in a way, Mm -hmm. Um, even before us starting the business, but the people that you meet, like, um, actually, I'll use an example, like we just did the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business because my mother was one of the cohorts and so she you know we went and it was right in actually in dc and i mean it's just a different caliber it's a different world so you meet all these people that you know you hear their stories that it's very similar to our story i have nothing i started from the bottom and now i'm here you know Mm -hmm. and some are still building and you know or either their businesses are very successful so uh, my personal take is that when i was in school like you said i've learned more just meeting all these other people that has been introduced since we started shoe crazy wine than I would have ever learned in a college or a university. Um, I'm self-taught when it comes to my marketing and branding, but I feel as if that I know more than most of the people that went to school for marketing and branding. Like, and it's funny because it's like, you just listen and you learn you learn by fire exactly or you know or you kind of you know you fall down and you're just like well that didn't work let's try something else so it's like you know trial and error in a way yeah Yeah. and I mean I absolutely love everything that I do I love you know my you know being kicked down but you know getting myself back up for a long time there you know when we first started the business you know we had a lot of different things said and you know it would actually kind of affect me and my mother would be like why why is this affecting you? You can't control them people. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So after getting that, you know, kind of sitting in my brain that, you know, mm-hmm. you can't allow people to just kind of just say or do anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's their problem. It's not your problem. Right. Focus on what your goal is. And my goal is, is obviously making sure that this business prospers. Right. So, and everybody else is just white noise. Yeah. So I love every piece of it. You know, this was not obviously what I was going into. I was getting my psych degree. <laughs> But, you know, but I wouldn't change it. Yeah. And I love everything. I learned something new every day. I, and I really, um, really respect and love that question because we put so much stock in getting a master's and a PhD. And I can count on one hand the number of PhDs that are successful, right? It doesn't define who you are. What you do with what you have defines what you, who you are, right? So... I, you know, I went to college. That's where I met Brittany and, and my son's dad. We, you know, we got pregnant early. <laughs> it's okay. I got no story. I <laughs> And, you know, I, I, I became a homemaker, right? And that's what I did. That was my career. I was a homemaker. Um, I was a wife and homemaker. I was that quintessential soccer mom that golfed. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's what I did for years. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was. And then one, you I know. I cookies and donuts. I, Oh, honey, Betty Crocker had nothing on yeah, me. Martha Stewart had yeah, nothing on nah, me. Nah. Okay. And so that's that's kind of the lifestyle that I had. I chose that path as my career initially. But then I wanted to do something else. And I felt um, I've done this and I can do something else. And I want a career. 
And so, but I didn't have any experience except what was in my household, right? Running a household. And I created a resume from what I did as a homemaker. And on that resume, I put skills based on being a homemaker. I was very clear as to what those skills were and where they came from. Mm -hmm. And I actually submitted that to um, a company, Fortune 100 company, and they called me in for an interview. And I actually typed it on a typewriter from my old college days. I didn't even know how to use a computer. Um, and they interviewed me. And um, that's uh... so what they said was, you know, they gave me a stack. Of, it was an interview. Yeah, uh, I gotta give it up to you on that one. I had a typewriter. Where'd you find it? And a typewriter that you had to color in the S. Oh, yes. no. we, we had a typewriter. I grew yeah. up with a click, click typewriter. So I, listen, I'm impressed that you had it. Yes. Pulled it out of your head. I had it, Yes. I typed up my little resume, my resume. <laughs> and they called me in because they said, who's using a typewriter? I would have called you in too. Like, <laughs> they did. I called you in just to. Can I see the just to meet you? Like who did this? Who, who did this? Who, who doing can this? I can see the typewriter. I just want to see the typewriter. <laughs> so I did. I went down. They gave me a little stack of papers. It was a. It was the entry level position. Yes, customer support representative. That's so funny. And they came out with this little stack of papers and they said, you need to transcribe this. And I went, ooh, this is going to be difficult. <laughs> I don't know how to use a computer. And so my question to them was, what's more important, accuracy or speed? And so the hiring manager was there and he said, accuracy, because we're going to be creating invoices for, you know, these huge corporations, right, to build them. All right, I can nail accuracy. Good Lord. So, you know, I went in there and they gave me like three minutes or four minutes or whatever it was. <clears throat> I came out with one sentence, you know, completed. I had one type sentence. And they said, oh, no, you were supposed to transcribe all of these documents. I said, no, I asked you what was more important, accuracy or speed. I said, I can guarantee you that's 100% accurate. And they said, welcome to IBM. <laughs> So to your point, oh to your point, right? Yeah. It takes what you know and who you believe you believe in yourself and what you can do, right? And it doesn't also necessarily also have to be a degreed position or you don't have to be a degreed person. <clears throat> I encourage everybody to get an education, right? Um, that's something we should all do. It's important, but it does not define your career path and how successful you will be. That's it just true. does not. So that's my little story, you know, about entering uh, uh, corporate America and then building a career that took me on an international assignment. Yeah, so that's a really good question. And I hope someone that's listening understands, you know, what Brittany and I were trying to convey when it comes to that. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. She has a degree. I don't. Um, and I am just now figuring that part out like stepping yeah. out on that amount of faith because you know for so long we were taught school 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 without yeah. school will be nothing right. so but it was funny because even with them saying that it was so many other people who were something who were like yeah i don't have a degree so right. it was always a thought well if this is yeah. a thing what it was always a thing so for yeah. now everyone to realistically put it in its place like look it's a great thing to have it's awesome to yes. have in your pocket but that doesn't mean you can't be successful it's now like oh Ah, but it's also a relief because now you don't feel like you're behind 
like uh, you're or less or than. Yeah, or yes, you're less like than, so less you're, than because so you believe that, oh, yeah. well, I actually can. And yeah. um, the one thing I will say COVID has actually done is make a lot of business owners of these Fortune 500 companies yeah. go, oh, wait, so, okay, you, okay, you realistically don't need, we just need you to have some type of sense. We, yeah. we need your ability yeah. versus that piece of paper. Just that's your work right. ethic. It's yeah. important. It's your work about ethic. It's it is. Things your tenacity and your work yeah. ethic. Yeah. It's like, right. That degree doesn't mean back. anything. I can learn everything along the way, yeah. especially exactly. you know, if you have the sense and actually and you're a fast learner. What yeah. do you need a degree for? Yeah. But well, it comes back to what yeah. you said, uh, Gwen, about yeah. um, passion. Yeah, right? and passion. Like, I, cause just like Brittany, I had to hey, hey, five, hey man, hey man, hey five, high five on the self-taught marketing communications. Cause uh -huh. I, I did that. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still doing that. And my, my degree is in performer arts and I yeah. don't use it. I'm my, it. my current is in marketing and mm -hmm. is it something I know I don't have, I don't have a degree for, but I crush it right. every day. Because you if you really it, have yeah. the passion to do something, yeah. whether you Absolutely. get this piece of paper or you don't, you yeah. will mm -hmm. take the time to teach yourself. And that, right. that investment. Yeah, I think people and, are starting to realize it's more important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think for me, the best career I ever had was as a homemaker. To me, that was my best career. Raising your children to be, you know, um, good citizens, if you will. Yes. And I think that's that's commendable. And a lot of women that are homemakers don't get credit for the for the Thank phenomenal you. job that they do and for the hard work that goes into it you yeah. know so i think if i had to choose my favorite career that would be number one and then in being an entrepreneur would be number two i ain't no good said that about that life because i feel like i ain't no upstanding citizen even if i become a millionaire for me my legacy yes, yes. my children that the i children. raise are they good, just genuine yeah. good people? And everybody makes mistakes. So no, I don't right. think any family just has anybody that's walking around, you know, with a halo over their head that has, right. you know, fell through a crack or tripped or fell fallen. That's that's all of us on some level, right? Yeah. That's just, and so that's just you being can't human. judge, you know, your children by the faults that they have and the and the challenges that they got over. So I don't want to make it seem like my kids are walking around with Bibles and you know and oh, halos no, no, no. over their head. Completely mm. understand. No, that's not it. That's not it. Completely. But if you give them a foundation, a good foundation, yeah. eventually that foundation kicks in. If yeah. it's solid, they go, wait a minute now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't been out here. Let yeah. me go back home. And, exactly. And myself exactly. Home. exactly. Yeah, no, no, I think no, no, you made no. a good point by saying that too, Brittany, because um, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, we didn't have challenges and uh, God knows the teen years. I'm just saying. What you mean? I barely made it through as a mama. I was angel. Sure. I'm going right <laughs> now. So I'm, and on so that I'm, note. And on that note, and I wish you talking about it, it trains you to be an entrepreneur if you can get through them teenage years. I was the sweetest person in the entire world. When I, was I can go up against Jeff Bezos, baby. I mean, me and Elon Musk is dead toe to toe. I don't have teenagers. I'm going to stop talking because I don't want to get struck by lightning with my lies. And then there's that part. Mama, you did a great job. If that's her. You did a great job. You know what? I value it. I don't want to get struck by lightning. There you go. But yes, I think every mother and any aunt that's helped raise children, I mean, they may not necessarily be yours. Sometimes, you know, you had to raise your, your sister's kids or your some of your cousin's kids. 
you can stand toe to toe with the, with with Jeff Bezos and, oh, and all the other ones, baby. Because really if you can get through them teen years, you ready. You ready. You ready. I, that's why I told my I told my family I'm Big Mama. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> I don't care. And people, are, oh, that's so old fashioned. I don't care. And, right? I don't care. I'm Big Mama. Like people are looking at me and going, oh yeah, that's Big Mama. My nieces and nephews gonna go, yeah, that's Big Mama. Yeah. That's me. Okay? Mess around, right? <laughs> right. That's Big Mama. I'm going I'm to discipline you and love you all at the same time, baby. But you will know your Big Mama don't play. Yep. Right. <laughs> that's right. Oh God, this was wonderful. I had a good time on this. Show. Yes, this is yes, absolutely stunning. Absolute great time hanging out with you all. We want to thank, thank you. you for being on the podcast. Um, before we wrap things up, uh, quick, just give us your handles. Let us know where we can find you, where we can follow you, where we can look you up, and all of those great things. Well, again, I'm Brittany Hurt. This is my mother, Gwen Hurt. You can find us on shoecrazywine.com. That is our website. Uh, brand new and all up and running. Really nice. Um, we can also find us on Instagram, Facebook with uh, Shoe Crazy Wine is what you type into the search engine. You can purchase our wines in Total Wine, Walmart, Target, Sam's Club, Sam's Club. Food Line, Food Line. Yeah. The military uh, bases. Military bases, if you are a part of the Navy Exchange, um, the Army, Army Air, Force. Air Force, yep. Coast Guard. Coast Guard, all of that. Yeah. You can purchase us there. And we're also, you can purchase online. We are sold in, was it? 34 states. 34 states. 34 states. We ship to 34 states. We ship to 34 mm-hmm. states. So shoecrazywine.com. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So from Mississippi to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, head to the dirty oh, south. Right. Well, Virginia is right here. So um, I'm gonna head down that way <laughs> and get the wine. That's where I had to get this one was from Virginia. Was How did you like that, Stella? So yeah, good. Let's it's good. I'm, waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm <laughs> excited. Um, ladies, if you don't know, at the end of each month, we have a live recording where we get to taste the wines that um, of the month. Had. So, and we invite guests and we all kind of do a live wine tasting and oh, rate the wines and answer random questions. It's a fun time. Okay. And guys, okay, I like that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys know, check that out every last Saturday of the month live on YouTube and Instagram at 3 o'clock Eastern. Okay. We will so, check you out. Yeah. yeah. And a little something to worry about. A little really something. The number two. Like we had a great time. <laughs> no so, problem. Yvonne, before we go, let us know your wine rating on your Shoe Crazy Wine. Yes. So the Sweet Bella. Mm-hmm. First of all, I had like three glasses. Okay, so <laughs> I saw that. It's here now. And it's rating um, itself, right? I mean, you know, um, I had to stop drinking it. Yes. So I was I was surprised. You know what? I am a sweet red. I don't like I don't like most red. I like sweet red and then mm-hmm. white. I can do semi semi dry, yeah. off dry to sweet. Yeah. This was a really, really good red the chocolate scared, i'm not gonna lie the chocolate scared me i really don't like chocolate I think a lot of people are scared by the chocolate but it's not a chocolate wine it's not no and that's what scared me it. Yeah. because i've had a chocolate wine and that was too much too much yes yeah. i'm not a chocolate fan i know that women are supposed to like chocolate i do not i'm not a big chocolate girl it's like me with bacon i'm like the only person in the world that hates bacon i'm sorry i do <laughs> yes so but the Good strawberry, strawberry i am a strawberry yeah 
Yeah. But the problem with strawberry wine is it's too sweet. So this was <laughs> literally when I went to go get this with my mm-hmm. boyfriend, I was kind of like, okay. Because first <laughs> of all, y'all are selling out. And so they only had the sweet Bella. And I think one, he asked me if I wanted white or red. And yeah. I don't even think the red, the red, I think the white, I think they were sold out. I don't remember. Sweet Harmony. Sweet Harmony. Yeah. That's, that, the, that's, that's a Riesling. Yeah. That's a Riesling. Yeah. I wound yeah. up getting the red because of that. Cause you know, y'all business. Um, but I did, I read it and I said, Ooh, chocolate and strawberry. Because <laughs> all I'm thinking is chocolate wine plus strawberry yeah. wine is going to be diabetes in a yeah. bottle. And I don't need that much sugar. Right. Like, I was concerned. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was concerned. And then I was like, oh, and they're gonna be on the show. And we don't lie, y'all. Like no. our responses are not sponsored. Yeah. We have torn some some brands and some lines apart. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry. So I was concerned, but this yeah. was really, really good. It's delicious. Thank you. I, yeah. It's I made that I made that with my great. mom. Yeah. Oh. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, this she is, liked this red is wine. really, it is great. Yeah. I'm not going to dissect. This is a good blend. It's not a matter yeah. of sitting and going to your point earlier. It's got oak and I can smell yeah. the red. Yeah, right. and it's not none of that. It's really just, you drink It's it. an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable experience. Drink one. Yeah. So I would give this a 4.5. Out of, five, out of our five rates. Like it was really good. And for y'all who yeah. don't know, my go-to red wine is my Vasia di Casorso. And when I sip this, I said, ooh, they in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my top red sweet. That's usually how like, it goes. Y'all in trouble, God. Yes. Yeah, we've made a lot of our customers jump ship. Yeah, a lot. And it's funny because I, so I went to the store and, and Michelle knows my Vasia di Casorso was like, that's what kickstarted a lot of this podcast. Yeah. And just wine in general between the two of us. Y'all's red is right below there. Yep. In the store. Like when I went, I was like, ooh, like I could just grab both. If this is (laughs) the thing, then I can just two hands hands full. Like this is it's really, really good. And and I'd like to say um, our wines are wine. You can taste wine in that glass. And a lot of people that don't drink sweet wines, they buy Bella. They buy Sweet Bella because it's wine and you can taste the wine in it. Um, and I think that's what sets us apart as well. And you don't get a headache from it. I mean, there's, you know, there's no added nitrates and no additives. And it's all naturally sweet. Yeah. So the process that we actually do, there's no corn syrup, no extra no, 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 sugar no, no, added. No, no. That's actually naturally sweetened from the grape that's yeah. put okay, in there. Okay, so now, if, uh, y'all don't understand. if I wasn't on a mission before, <laughs> I'm trying to say you're on a mission now. I am on the mission now. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Because I want the Chardonnay and I want the reason. I want the Chardonnay. I had listen, I took screenshots. <laughs> I went on y'all website and I was like, oh, that looks good. Like the peach mango, oh, that looks good. Sweet you harmony, that looks charts. good. You gotta get the we all get y'all some Chardonnay. The Chardonnay looks like I was taking screenshots. Yeah. And then yeah. so when I go to the store and I'm like, I'm looking for and they're like, well, this is we only sell these, we only have these three in most of our out of stock, but we don't only yeah. have these three. And so I'm like, but it's well, like total wine has thing. well, I'm so glad that you guys are telling us this. Well, total wine so. has um eight of our varietals. They have everything from Good our problem. sparkling group. We have a sparkling group, we have an alcohol-free for those people that and it tastes like wine. It's an alcohol it tastes just like a champ. So so total wine carries everything we have. Um so they, they only are had, out of stock though. Yeah, no, they only had the rose and the red bella. 
Okay, so yeah, they're so they're getting deliveries um, yeah. going in. They just uh, issued POs for them. So yeah, the one uh, the one near my job um, was like a lot of people have been buying that, and I was like, okay, <laughs> give it back. I'm like, tell them to go get get back in that box. <laughs> I did it. Call um, them up. Where they live? <laughs> so I, I am know. completely and utterly excited, like genuinely. Exciting! I think you'll, I think you'll be pleased with, uh, with uh, about what we have. Our red blend, I think you'd like Melange Red. That, that was the one I had. Well, my favorite go-to is the one that I showed you guys at the beginning was the Strawberry Passion. Oh, that rosé is, is fabulous. No, yes, um, and I had to give money to the company. Yeah, and you, you, I know, I had to. We were writing checks. So what I'm hearing is that one day we're gonna do a live wine tasting of the brand. Yes, no yes, do it. Yes, it's so good. It. Because apparently y'all sell so much that we just can't buy it out the store. So we just gonna come <laughs> to a neutral yeah. location. We're gonna do a come wine tasting. Come on over. Come on. A little over. something to shoot crazy yeah. wine about where, one time. Where are you? Where are you located in Virginia? Where are you located? Well, I, I we're actually in Maryland, but in I'm Maryland. literally right across the bridge. Bridge. Okay. Like, okay. like I could probably see it from my house. If I look on yeah. The okay. Yeah. So, so um, I was gonna say because you guys could have come out to our warehouse and did your thing, and I mean we've got obviously we've got everything there um, in the warehouse and. Let me say this as well. Um, I'd love to see you guys um, have um, Sip and Share on. Um, she's got some vegan wines and stuff like that. And we represent her in Virginia and in North Carolina and Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then we are bringing in Old Orleans wine, another black owned uh, wine. Yep. And she's got a rose that we love. Yes. Um, and then, good. you know, she's got some whites and cabs and stuff. Um, so, you know, like I said, we're trying to get more women of color um, in the industry. And Miss Benito, because the exclusive white, her red will be on the scene very yes, soon. Yes, she, she'll be releasing so we'll have her I do remember red her wine when we went to mm -hmm. the DC Wine Fest because yeah. of the title, because of the yeah, name. So we've got yeah. something to whine about. Something to whine about. Right, because she was something to whine. We were like, oh, yeah. we got to, yeah. It was a fun little, it's a fun little tagline that you put on it all. Yeah, and I love that you guys named it a little something to whine about. about. I that's, like that That's too. really fun. I love that. Yeah. Ooh, we done went over 10 minutes it's okay we want to thank you clearly ladies and gentlemen yeah. we can just continue to go on we can go it's yeah. been yeah. great yeah. having you Making all that's what we do you know we, we talk to people and we love it and we yeah. love what we do um so ladies and gentlemen we want to thank you all for joining us on this wonderful episode of Sutless Wine. Yes. On a little something to wine about. Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for a brand new episode with more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. More wine. More wine. Thank you so much, ladies, for having us. Right. And on that note, we're going to say. Cheers, Cheers to that. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join us next week. As always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. With a little or wine. Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> right. or a little something to whine about. <laughs> Thank you for whining with us on this episode of A Little Something to Whine About. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to join us live the last Saturday of every month on YouTube or Instagram. And we'll see you next Wednesday for more fun, more laughs, and of course, more wine.